Hey, everybody, it's your favorite reconstructionist, Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and welcome to episode number 40 of the one and only show bringing you tips and tricks for working vehicle collision cases from the best experts in the industry. Today's topic is it's time. So hold on tight. Here we go. Before I finish this intro, another life will be lost to a vehicle crash, and the $500 billion economic impact of vehicle crashes will only keep growing. Are you an attorney, expert witness, police officer, or insurance adjuster in charge of negotiating, investigating, or litigating vehicle collision cases? If so, then you're in the right place. The Expert Angle podcast was created for you because we believe that the industry must evolve, grow, and get better daily. And the only way to do that is by building the best team of experts possible to ensure that these crashes are handled efficiently, accurately, and honestly in order to get justice for the victims. We're Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and this is The Expert Angle. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This episode of the Expert Angle podcast is brought to you by Virtual Crash Accident Reconstruction Software. If you are tired of having to purchase, upkeep, and run multiple programs during an investigation, Virtual Crash is the cure. With Virtual Crash, you can build 3D environments using your actual scene data. You can simulate, animate, and create awesome visuals. You can also use the new momentum analysis tool for vehicle motion. Basically, Virtual Crash is the complete accident reconstruction software solution. Solution. Visit vcrashusa.com today to download your free trial or schedule a live one-on-one demonstration. So Phil, we are back today and I wanted to talk to you about something because Spencer and I yesterday were on our way to Toledo and we got in this conversation and I thought this, this kind of, we've talked about this a lot lately. And so I was like, okay, this, this bears mentioning, I think on this show, because this is the way this world is going into, but the, the world currently, I don't know if you've noticed this, it seems like everybody is going and focusing on time, right? Everything in this world is becoming faster and giving a lower time limit. Like look at like workouts now, right? The new fad workouts are like, you know, 10 minute trainer, Right. You know, stuff like that, where you're only in the gym for 10 minutes. Right. Look at your look at your department. Right. My department's the same way. Every department that I talk to is the same way. If you get called out on a fatal, how fast do they expect results? Right. Right. I mean, instantaneously. Right. And God forbid the next day you come in because they're going to ask and they're like, hey, where's that report at? And you're like, what? (laughs) I literally just left the scene four hours ago. (laughs) Like, I don't have it yet. (laughs) And uh, but but that's just the way of the world. You know what I mean? And every department, it seems like is is getting on that going going that way. I mean, it doesn't matter how big or how small the department. You know, I I talk to guys from all over the world and they all see it. Right. And. Then we take that on to the civil side. And, and what are you starting to see now from, from clients, right? That they want reports, but if they could, <laughs> I mean, we're getting some that they're like, I need a report tomorrow. Right. You know? Okay. Do you have any evidence yet? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been out to the scene? No. <laughs> Do you order any reports or photographs? Mm-mm, no. <laughs> you know, but they, they still need stuff lickety split. And so, Now what I'm starting to see, and I think you've seen this too, is the shift in the way the expert industry is starting to work now. And and we were online and we looked somewhere and and we found a couple of companies now that that's the way they're kind of marketing, right? Is we formulated opinions 
instantaneously. We instantly knew what happened. <laughs> and I called the attorney and told him. Right. Or, you know, and, and that's the I don't know. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Me personally, I think this is problematic. Well, this goes back to conversation we had earlier on with people waiting until the last minute. And I think some of that is this mug is for you today. <laughs> I've got something for you too here somewhere. Um, well, I think, you know, in, in this, in, in the private side of things from litigation stance, I guess it always starts out with the, the conversations between attorneys, you know, the attorney signs up the client and then the, the chess match begins and there's so much time that's lost between when the client gets signed up to to when the experts re, you know are reached out to yeah they, they just kind of piss away time um, and and some of it's a gameplay i'm sure you know if you're attorney a who has the client reaching out to attorney b who's representing the other side or the, the you know the company or whatever the other side knows, obviously, when the event occurred, what mm -hmm. the time limit is for filing, and then it just becomes a matter of dragging feet. And you may have a case, if you're attorney A, you may have a case that you strongly believe is, is a settling case. It's not going to require a whole lot of uh, expertise or specialists or so on and so forth, experts. And then two days before your filing deadline, you know, the other side digs their heels in and says, Nope. We're not offering anything. Right. See you in trial. <laughs> we just talked about that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, this goes back to what we said on a previous episode, you know, get, get a hold of your expert early in the game. If nothing else, retain them. Um, you can, that way you can get them, you know, some information they can, um, they can start maybe looking at things just a little bit. I mean, I, I, just speaking from, I guess, our business model to some extent, curiosity kills us because, you know, we get a client that calls and says, hey, here's what I got. You know, just kind of want to get you guys retained. Don't you don't need to start anything yet. I'm not sure where this is going to go. I'm not sure I'm going to need a reconstruction or what have you. And, before know, you and we always end up going to the scene without billing the client. <laughs> yeah, I just did that, you know, yeah. went to the scene, mapped it, photographed it and so on, because I knew if, you know, one side or the other digs their heels in or, or feet begin to start dragging your evidence day by day disappears. Um, or we end up grabbing the case and looking at the report and, you know, what, whatever the case may be. But when you wait, anticipating what you think is going to happen. If you're attorney a and attorney B knows that they know the same game you play, you know, it's not like you're, you, yeah. you got a leg up on the competition. You guys are equals. Yep. Well, and this goes back to like episode number. Oh my gosh. What five or whatever. When we had uh, Jeff McCarthy and Mike Taclon from, uh, from Texas. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and Jeff was, and spoke about being a, an attorney for the insurance companies. 
you know, and, and that's how he got started. And his advice on that episode was, if you haven't watched it, go back and listen to it. Right. But his, his advice, but he's like, man, the insurance attorneys were looking for reasons to close cases. Like they don't get paid based on the, right. the amounts that they save. Like they just get paid on how many cases they close. <laughs> and, and he's like, so if you had an expert early, that gave me some leverage sometimes to be like, ah, you know what? Do we really want to get an expert? Do we want to do it? So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to your expert mm-hmm. and, and get them on board early, you know? And, and the same for the insurance companies. If, if you guys want to close some of these cases and just, and whether, and no, I mean, we've done enough insurance work. How many times has an adjuster reached out to us and said, look, I just want to know what happened. If we, if we owe it, tell me yeah. <laughs> so I can cut the check and we can just get this done. Well, and the and, other thing, the other thing too, when it comes to this whole time thing is <clears throat> if you, if you're the procrastinating attorney and you reach out to your, your expert, you know, four days before your filing deadline in the cases, wherever it is, you need to think about, you know, the attorney's world exists inside of the box, you know, inside of the office, inside of the, the building. Um, there's not necessarily, and I understand there's court and all that. I get it. But the point is for your expert, your reconstruction company or your engineering company or your whatever, that's not their world. Their world is in the field and it takes time to get to field. It gets take, takes time to run down vehicles. It takes time to, to, to run down witnesses and so on and so on. And, well, and let me, let me add this caveat. It, it takes time to do it correctly. That's, How about that? Yeah. It, let's, it throw, let's throw that in there. <laughs> So at the end of the day, all you're doing by procrastinating is is you're you're starting to to chop the legs out from under your expert as to the quality of the reconstruction you're going to you're going to get. Now, your expectation is you're going to get a reconstruction where they've had six months to work on it, but you're only giving them four days to do it. It's just not realistic. Yeah. Now, I will say so let's dive in here and let's kind of let's pivot real quick. And, and say, why is this such a big deal, right? Why can't experts rush this? Why can't we turn cases around? Now, I will give you, we can't. I mean, we have done turnarounds in 24 hours. But when you look at that, the amount of hours that were expended in 24-hour turnaround cases are the same amount as the hours when we've had two months to work on a case. Because instead of having one guy that's worked on it for two months, we now have six guys they had to divide up and conquer and, and work on things to turn around in 24 hours. So each one of those guys might have 10 hours. So you, you still end up with 60 hours in the case. Well, right? and the other thing is, though, by doing that, that, that whole 24 hour turnaround or, or whatever the case may be, shortening that. Shortening just because I said we can do it doesn't mean that we enjoy it, <laughs> but we'll do it. I mean, sometimes I get it. Like, I get it. Cases you thought they were good. They were filed. They're ready. You know. And all of a sudden your back's against the wall and, and tomorrow's your deadline. I get it. I, I get it. But it, it, to me, I don't know, maybe I'm just an ass, but um, you are. It, it's to me, yeah, that's 100%. Just a, that's <laughs> it's ridiculous. You knew about this case long in advance and, and you procrastinated. You tried bluffing. You tried every technique they teach you in school and at your firm and, you know, the, the school of, um, the school of hard knocks, all that stuff. Um, and you lost and now you're backed in a corner 
And, you know, when you, when you push that panic button and now you're all of a sudden scrambling, trying to get the person to get the company, number one, you're going to have to find a company that's going to do it. That's going to commit to it. Um, so you're running a risk there. Um, because the company you get may not be the company you want. And number, you know, and then the company is, you, you only have so much time. So what kind of time are you going to be able to spend on really sitting back and scratching your head and saying, you know what, I think I might've seen a case like this five years ago. Let me pull that case. Yeah. Th- th- those options are out the window because now it's what's directly in front of you. you it, it's a quick, hard and fast analyzing of that that piece, that component, and then you're running with it because you literally can hear the, the clock ticking in the background and, and the deadline looming. And that's, it's just, it weakens the, the case. And then typically what I've seen happen um, is usually you get the case done, you send it off the attorney. Oh, I love it. But they only read about the last two pages of it. Cause that's where the conclusion was. Um, and the other 20 pages go on red and then it gets filed and then all of a sudden, you as the expert are going, hmm, two weeks later, you know, what about this? What about this? Yeah. Or <laughs> or worse, you get depot transcripts that never got ordered. And, and, it, and it, you know, completely, like all of a sudden you find out new evidence, new fact patterns. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess <clears throat> going back to the I'm an ass comment. Um he is, folks. We get enough hate mail. We have we have confirmed it. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I've been called worse by uh, worse by uh, better. So there's a reason uh, we don't let Phil talk to clients on the phone. <laughs> you know about the case, so if if you knowingly take that step to, uh, I think I can bluff my way into it. That should be your first clue. No, you can't, and you need to get on the phone. Yeah. And get somebody, you know, because ultimately you're the one that has to try that case. You're the one that has to present that to the jury. And you're the one if you can't if you can't bluff your way through and, and get an offer made. You know, yeah. well, and so let me let me kind of pivot here also. And I, I will play devil's advocate. Attorneys, I'm coming to your rescue. Don't worry. You're not being left helpless. Um, no. So, you know, another thing, too, though, is I think the experts have done this to themselves and done this to the attorneys because I was speaking with an attorney just the other day and he didn't realize. So he reached out to us because he had a case and he just, he wasn't sure where it was going to go yet. Wasn't sure. And so he was on one of the listservs and, and they said, you know, one of the attorneys said, Hey, call the guys over at crash tech, talk to him, tell them what you got. And so I was like, man, listen, let me go to your scene, run out there, just take some pictures, map it, find both your cars, download them, uh, scan them and take photos of you for him and just preserve the evidence. And he's like, all right. So, you know, I ran out there, did it. Total bill came into like 1200 bucks. And he was like, what? I mean, he's like, dude, in in the past, he's like, I've been at four grand, five grand just for that without even a report. And I'm like, listen, man, you know, and I think the the problem was is, is experts never made this cost inclusive for the attorneys. You know what I mean? Like they, they ran the cost so much because as an expert, you're, you're trying to run up billable hours or, or whatever the case may be instead of, you know, and, and kind of how we shifted as we looked at it and said, okay, I would rather them get the evidence and not need it than not have it and need it. 
You know what I mean? And so we have always kept mm-hmm. it very cost inclusive for the attorney to call in and say, look, we'll, we'll get you all your evidence and just stop. You're, you're a thousand bucks. in. If you don't need it, you're a thousand bucks in <laughs> worst case, but at least you have all the evidence and we don't have to sit on an open case. We get it. We send it to you. We close it out. We invoice it. You pay us a thousand bucks, you know, and if it takes three years before you need it, who cares? It's there. Right. You know what I mean? And so if you're an expert listening to this, you have to keep this in mind that if, if we're going to ask the attorneys to call us and take a chance on something that they might not need us on, then you have to be considerate that, but you know, on those cases, I mean, a lot of times they, they might not end up with these, these huge settlements in order to pay our bills. So if we are going to ask the attorneys to call us early before they even know whether or not they need us, then you have to be, you have to consider that when, when figuring out your pricing model. Right. And so let's flip this then again, and let's go to the law enforcement side, right? Because we have a lot of police officers that listen to this. And so what's the dangers, I guess, what does it matter, Phil? Why can't we just have a report the next day? Why can't we expect a police officer to go out there, handle a fatal, come back and type a report right then and there so that you can have that report in one day. Why can't we ask an officer to do it? We got people to charge here. We got, we have people to charge with crimes. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out at what point I'm keep supposed it, to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want yeah. you to get fired. So make sure you censor your words correctly. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I'm trying to, I'm trying so hard right now to, to real, first I'm trying to get my blood pressure down. Yeah. I can but, feel that. You know, and, and like I said, um, at the beginning but, of the episode, guys, we're not picking on any one department, every city, every city in the world. I mean, I've talked to guys from England, Germany, Australia, and, and they face the same thing. They do. They, that's what every police officer complains about. Well, first of all, you have, I think, in the law enforcement side, I think you have a, a, a big disconnect and you have um, an issue where oftentimes leaders of divisions, leaders of departments um, don't have a clue as to the how they, they know the wheel turns, but they don't have a clear understanding of what makes the wheel turn. And everything that goes into generating that rotation. So that's number one. Um, number two, I think you have an issue of um, schedules. Um, you 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 often thought there's a lot of departments out there that do not have a bottomless pit of money that do not have and therefore cannot have 500 different specialized divisions. So you have uh, specialized officers um, or deputies or troopers or whatever the case may be that are not or if you're, just if you're really cool, you got constables. Yes. Um, that aren't just the, the, the unit that's responding to that call. You know, I know for, for everybody that call is the most important call because they're somehow personally tied to it. But there may be 25 other calls that are just as important to those folks ahead of them. And it's first in, first out. Um, you you got to just work them in, in succession. 
it takes time. Um, you know, a lot of people think that, that officers, once you're there, you gather that evidence, you map that scene, you go back to your office, you sit down and, and, and all of a sudden the, the pieces by magic, um, yeah. or, or Ouija board come to play, come into place. But you got to remember, yeah, there are people to charge potentially. Um, and, and, and you have proof beyond reasonable doubt standards that you have to meet. That's what I was going to say is the, the standards higher. It is. It's substantially higher. And so therefore, your evidence oftentimes is is harder to get because you may not be able to get some of your evidence without going through, you know, the mandate for for a uh, either a grand jury subpoena if it's medical records. Um, and good luck with that. You know, it takes time. You know, I mean, the, the, the hospitals don't report all this data in one day, you know, you could, you could have a person who goes in and immediately has to have emergency surgery. It may take three months before you get that 500 page binder that, that comes to you with the medical records. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and, and the problem too, that you have on some of the bigger departments and, and, you know, surprisingly, I think it might be reversed. I don't know. Like it might be easier for you to get in front of a judge, but like for me, you know, we just, we just had a case. And, and once the vehicles are secured, you know, you the, the like search warrants for blood draws, we can get right then and there because judges know they're time sensitive. Right. But like the search warrant to download vehicles, I have to type it up, type up, you, you know. Uh, and so once it's all typed, then you can call the judge and you got to schedule an appointment. Well, they might not be able to see you that day. They've got trials and everything. I mean, so sometimes they're like, yeah, come see me on Wednesday and the crash happened on a Sunday. Yeah. So I'm not even getting my warrant till Wednesday. There's nothing I can do. Right. I can't touch those vehicles. And, and, and you, know? you know, on the law enforcement side, law enforcement is at the mercy of the clock and they're at the mercy of when the information that they need is going to be available. Uh, and, and they're at the mercy of when the source that's able to grant them the authority to go after that information is available. So there's a lot of cogs in the wheel um, and, and people don't understand that. And I get that they don't work in that industry, just like, you know, I, I people that make widgets, you know, I don't understand and don't know everything that goes into making a widget, but there's a reason it takes as long as it takes to get to the shelf at the store. Um, and, and at the end of the day, people need to understand that it takes time. And if that delays, you know, I've had, and the hardest calls are always, you know, the, the victims or the family of victims, you know, that they, they want what they want and I get it. Um, but this is one thing that is absolutely uh, uniform on both sides, uh, on the on the law side and on the private side. And, and I don't know, I, I know I rub a lot of shoulders the wrong way when I make this response to the question. You know, if you want it done right, then that takes time. If you want it done, that doesn't take much time. There's, those are two different standards. Um, so it depends. What do you want? And, and people get a little bent mm-hmm. about that comment or that, that response, but I'll be honest, I don't care because at the end of the day, the officer, if it's on the law enforcement side or the, the expert, if it's on the private side is going to be the one that's going to be sitting in that box, um, swinging back when the punches are thrown. And, and do you, is that the expert you want? The expert that really, they can defend their stance or their findings um, but is their findings the best findings mm-hmm. or they just rush it and you can see it. You see it. We've seen it in reports where the glaring, obvious, 
you know, look at me, look at me piece of evidence was never looked at. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the difference of wanting it done and wanting it done right. And if you want it done right, it takes time. So, yeah. And and you know what? I'm actually surprised about that. We've never seen this. Right. And, And so one of the reasons that the cases take time and, and take as much time as they do, right? Is you got to remember that reconstruction is a slow, methodical, systematic approach uh, that includes the scientific method, right? And so remember back to uh, elementary school, <laughs> maybe, maybe middle school. It might not have been, I don't know. But remember, so you remember this whole thing, the scientific method, right? You ask a question, perform your research, establish your hypothesis, test your hypothesis, make the observation, analyze your results, and then you publish and have peer reviewed, right? So I'm, I'm surprised every time that there is a, a rushed case that we see that the attorneys don't slow it down in court and just let's just pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes and talk strategy here for a second and, and what the perception would be in front of a jury, you know, and, and I mean, could you imagine in court, Mr. Rowley, let me ask you a question. Is, is reconstruction based on the scientific method? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, was, I didn't yeah. know. I was you know, and so, OK, so it's, it's based on the science. Yes. And, and, and so when you complete a reconstruction, do you follow the scientific method? Yeah. Every time? Yes. OK, so. In this case here, you you turn this case around in one day or two days perception here we go right so you turn this case around in two days so you're telling me in two days you know mr Relic, can you tell me the seven steps of the scientific method okay so in two days you had time to to go out and investigate the scene collect all of your evidence that you had right and then once you're looking at that evidence you could ask a question and a, a well thought out question right because when we say ask a question we're not like we're not talking just crap Right. Right. I mean, this is this is the reconstruct. This is what we're talking about, folks. This is the actual reconstruction. Ask the question. You and you guys hear me and Phil refer to this as what the scope. This is your scope. Right. What am I trying to prove? Okay. so ask question. Was speed a relevant factor in this crash? Let's just say because that's probably the most common question ever asked of us. Right. Right. Okay. so so Mr. Riley, in two days, you had time to do all that and then ask the question, is speed relevant? Then you performed research. Tell me what research did you perform over those two days? Exactly. Right. Okay. So then you perform. So then you established your hypothesis. Yes. Speed is a a relevant factor. Okay. Then you had time to test that or, right. Or conduct your research on that. Right. Then you had time to make observations. Then you had time to analyze your results. Then you had time to write your report. Then you had time to send it off to another accredited reconstructionist and have it peer reviewed and get it back in two days, right? You're telling me you followed every one of those to the T because that's what reconstruction is based on. You followed that perfectly in two days. Well, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, um, assuming that, you know, everybody out there in the competitive world is doing just that. What they're not doing is as they're rolling through their, uh, they've, they've laid out their hypothesis and now they're they're gathering their 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 research per se. Um, as things are popping up in their analysis, they're just not going down that rabbit hole. They're yep, not they're ignoring it. And yeah. what you're gonna see is 
the information that they gather, guess what they're going to start doing with drag factors up oh, blanket apply. Yeah. Oh, perception response time. This is where you blanket see apply. the blanket application up oh, 1.5 seconds. Yeah. Everything in the world, you know, that's the only thing I guess that stays, there's two things that stay constant and on, on perception Earth, response right? time and drag perception response, response <laughs> and gravity. But, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, Friction. But, yeah. Every asphalt surface in the world is the yeah. same. <laughs> but it's, you know, and that's what happens though, is, you know, when you have time and, and you start down this path and, and here comes a piece of evidence instead of turning and working with that piece of evidence and then another piece or something, and you're constantly turning and taking all these side roads. If you're, if you're, your hypothesis is holds true. Eventually all those turns are going to lead you right back onto that path of origination. Um, but if it does not, then, okay, now you're deviating away from your hypothesis. So your hypothesis is not going to be supported. It's a whole new hypothesis. So you've disproven your first one and now you're into a second one. You don't have that time on two days and you don't have that time on 24 hour turnarounds. Typically. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule. There's always exceptions to where it just is what it is. And there's no other way this thing happened. Um, but those are few and far between. You know, you don't you don't get those, you know, the ones where you could just cover your eyes and, and absolutely be spot on. So I, I, I don't know. Again, I, <laughs> I am not trying to be the jerk, but I'll be it because that's that's what I do best. If you're calling. You know, if you're calling the 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 one two days before trial in, in a frantic mode, you know I've got to have it. You're doing it to yourself. You did not sign that case up. If you're calling me at three o'clock, I need this case done tomorrow. You didn't sign that client up at two fifty nine. So why'd you wait? Yeah, you know, you know, and it goes back. Well, and like I said, I think part of that is because of what the expert industry had done to attorneys up to this point. Possibly. But some of it, I, I think, honestly, I think, it, it, you know what I mean? I think, because I think look at, part of it, I think it's the, I also think you may get, uh, I, I still go back to, I think you have attorneys that are equally intelligent on how the game is played and baiting the baiting each other into I'm willing to play. I'm willing to play just to try and get you so close to that filing deadline hoping that it prohibits you, you know, at some point I'm going to say, nope, conversations are off, negotiations are done, we're going to trial, but I'm going to do that so close to the filing deadline that you can't get an expert yep. um, and have time. Um, and and, then and we've, we, we've had some attorneys that we've worked with that have done that and, yeah. and baited the other side into missing the, the expert deadline. And then the other attorney knows, okay, well, they will get an expert. They got two days left. They'll get an expert, but the, that expert's going to turn it around in 48 hours. We'll tear, we'll tear them apart on the stand. Yep. It's all tactics. It's all gameplay. It's all tactics. And at the end of the day, you know, you as the attorney that signed up that client, I mean, you got to explain that. If it goes south, it goes sideways. Um, you got to, you got to explain that, you know, and, and, you know, if the case does have a negative outcome, um, to turn and point the finger at your expert and say, well, that's why we lost Casey expert. I think you need to look at, look at yourself in the mirror. You yeah. know, why'd you wait till 48, 36 hours, whatever it is before your, before your deadline. Yeah, at that, at that point, it, it kind of becomes a, it's, it's that we win as a team or we lose as a team. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and you know, you, you gotta, as the attorney, you have to set your expert up for success, but as the expert, you hold a responsibility 
That's what I want you guys to realize. As the expert, you're, you're the expert. You hold a responsibility to do the investigation correctly. And if you need more time, then you need to let your attorneys know that are calling mm-hmm. you, hey, look, do you want it done or do you want it done right? Well, and this is where I challenge the experts out there. And and I, I guess this is a pointed comment. You hit the nail on the head when you said you are the experts. If you are afraid to say no because you are so driven by that dollar coming into your business. Oh, you love making this I, point. You you make I this do point out. Yeah. Point. yeah. And I know it gets under and I know it gets under your skin. <laughs> but if you are that expert that is so driven by the dollar that when the phone rings, you just, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Oh, we got it. Yada, 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 yada. You're a snake oil salesman. And yeah. you get what you give. So if you're if you are if you are not if you don't have the stones to stand up and say I'm sorry you're calling me 24 hours before your filing deadline and needing this that is not enough time for this to be done properly thoroughly and in giving you the results that your client deserves I'm sorry yeah I'm just not that guy if you don't have the stones to stand up and do that yeah might want to have that conversation in the mirror. Yeah. You know, and, and like we said, I mean, that comes with the caveat that's, that's not say it can't be done, but like for us, I know when we, when we do a 24 hour turnaround and, and folks, that's what we're, we're talking about. We're not talking about ones where, you know, can it, can a recon be done in two weeks, three weeks? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about those. We're talking about the 24 hour turnaround. Right. Yeah. So when, when you have those, that's, that's the one thing that I have noticed is, you know, but I'm very upfront about that. Hey, yeah, look, we can get this. What do you have? First of all. And sometimes they're like, yeah, you know what? I had another expert. So here I've got, you know, or whatever the police mapped the scene. So we got all the measurements. Here's all the photographs. Here's all the reports. Here's all the medical records. Here's the, you know what I mean? Like we've had the vehicle scanned with laser scanners. Here's the point clouds. Here's, and they turn it all over. Can you author a report in 24 hours? Yeah, probably, probably. You know? If you have all the right evidence, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. if you don't, and it's a, it, we have. Yeah, if, we're, if we're starting from scratch, 24 hours out, attorneys are surprised a lot of times at the bills. But I'm, I'm very upfront about that of like, yeah, listen, we can get this done in 24 hours. But, but you're, you're probably going to pay about 20 hours worth of investigative time for six different investigators. Yeah. And that's, and I know the ones that we, we did, I mean, if I had the time, but we didn't, cause we only had, I think it was like 30 hours or 36 hours or whatever. It was, it was insanely short. Um, if I had the extra time, I really wanted to drive up to your house, strangle you and then go do what I needed to do. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't afford that time, <laughs> but no, that's, I that's do, why I do I, that to you. Just so you can't make it here in time. <laughs> but I remember, you know, I do remember those. I remember it was all hands on deck and you had, we had people scattered all over the place. Yeah. Phones ringing off the hook maps. You know? Yeah. I mean, out mapping scenes at two o'clock in the morning and yeah, yeah I mean, it, it is what it's it is. Crazy, but you know those. I mean, it worked out. You know, we were we were able to get it done, and it can be done. It's just, you know, as you're going so fast paced, think about driving down the road in your car at 55. If you're going 55 and you're you got your eyes moving around and whatnot, think of all of the things and all that you're seeing along the roadside, and you know, housing additions and and all this stuff, all the neat things that you don't you know that you're seeing. And then you go down the highway to 120. Think of the things you're not seeing. Yeah. 
and, and when you're doing these 24 to 48 hour turnarounds, um, think of the things that, that, that your expert or expert company is not seeing. And yeah. it's not that they or that they can't or, or, or what have you, or they're missing it. It's just, I've got, you know, in the background and, yeah. and they've got to stay laser focused, but it hurts yeah. your case. It really yeah. does. I know you reserve the right. Every expert company has that caveat. We reserve the right to amend, blah, 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 blah. But you don't have the the right to or the the uh, the right to come back and amend your report. It's not new evidence. If it's evidence that you just glanced over to move yeah. forward, you're gonna have a hard time getting that amendment through. Yeah. Yep. So here here would be my thing, and you know, Phil, I'll let you kind of wrap this up, and then then I'll I'll jump over here and, and offer my my final thing here. Um, but so speak to, and I know it's it's kind of two different, well, three different edges to the pyramid let's say <laughs> to the triangle <laughs> i was gonna say two different three different edges to the sword but that doesn't make any sense that'd be a weird sword <laughs> it would be <laughs> so, uh, you know but uh speak to i mean to to the attorneys to the experts and, and to the police officers right what what is something that that just needs to be considered in order to say hey listen just pump the brakes a little bit, right? It's, it's, it's worth it. It is worth it to take a little more time and get it right. than just going through the motions and throwing crap against the wall. Right. What's, what's your. I, I'm a firm believer in taking your time, slowing down, following your process. Um, playing devil's advocate in your own mind with here's what the evidence presents. Here's what it matches. Here's what, you know, it, but let me change this angle. Let me change it. They're not angle per se from a, a literal sense, but this thought or um, interject a lot of what ifs and rule those out and, and make sure it, it is truly being analyzed down to, to what it, what it appears to be. Um, I'm a firm believer in doing all of that and taking your time in generating one report, one. Um, I'm not a big fan whatsoever of rushing and generating your report. And then a week later, oh crap, I need to amend it. And then a week after that, son of a, got to amend it again. Now you just look like a fool. Yeah. Somewhere and, down. And like, and, and like Phil said, it, we're not talking about discovering new evidence. We're talking about adding missed evidence. Yeah. And, and somewhere downstream, there is going to be a person who is who is very educated, who knows what they're doing, has been down this rabbit hole before and saw all of the walls that you now see. And they're going to see that and they're going to catch it. And they're going to be like, hmm, if you had to amend this thing three times after you originally produced it, what's that speak about towards your ability as an investigator your uh, level of professionalism, your level of, you know. And again, uh, not talking about discovering new evidence, talking about amending your report because you missed something or you made a mistake. Take your time. I understand, you know, from a law enforcement side, let's go down that path uh, first. From a law enforcement side, you know, hey, I've got the chief, I've got the sergeant, I've got the whatever breathing down my neck. I'm just going to get this report knocked out. Who do you have to go back to, you know, because you're going to have that conversation, you know, you're going to generate your report and then the family's going to call. 
here's the, why didn't you look at this? And it's right there in your, you know, in, in your, your paperwork and whatnot. Now you've got to explain that to the family. And I tell you what, that I couldn't imagine a harder explanation to mm-hmm. do than sit down and explain why you screwed up to yeah. a family of a victim. Same thing on the civil side with that, you know, um, you, the, there's a reason there's a civil case. Um, sometimes it's money, sometimes it's other things, but you owe that to the victim, whether it's civil or criminal yeah. to do it right. And yep. that takes time. And if people can't give you that time, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know the yep. reasoning, but necessarily the reasoning behind that. I don't agree with it, but my thought on it, you slow down. I don't care what, what side of the fence you're on, criminal or civil, slow down and do it right. If you're yeah. not going to do that, then you probably just ought to not do it. Well, and, you know, let's let's take real quick just the two cases in point of what happens when you rush, right? So you have one where your investigator says, oh, yeah, I, I went out and did everything I was supposed to do. Went out to the scene, did the scene visit, did this, did it, right? Charged you. You paid the bill as the attorney. And... When all of his material comes over to the other expert, maybe let's say a couple of honesty checks that we included in our measurements, right? Took a couple of uh, extra measurements that we included in our measurement log as as an honesty check. Um, And those points of evidence get mapped into the other expert's diagram. Did they go out and do a scene visit or did they take our measurements and put them into their diagram? Right. Or case in point, Phil, you just said about amending a report because you rushed and you missed something. Could you imagine doing a report, taking the other experts report, doing a rebuttal report and saying in your report that that expert's wrong on their calculated speeds and it should be this, this and this. And then when you get it and you say, oh, wait, but this expert didn't uh, he he forgot to, to convert from velocity back to miles per hour. Yeah. Right. So now they have to amend, amend their rebuttal report to be like, oh, never mind. He was right all along. Mr. Rally was right. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to that case? Did it go to trial? <laughs> no. Right. Well, so, and, and, and I guess let me step back just a second. I don't want anybody listening to this to interpret when I say slow down and do it right, that it is not about billable hours. It, it, it's about doing it right. I'm not right. saying drag your feet so you can build more money that because there's going to be somebody out there that's going to try and latch onto that and 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 run with that because they got to have their five minutes of fame. They got a little ego problem, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing it right. I mean, how many times have you sat on your couch, you know, watching the news and, and the whole time in the back of your mind, you're thinking about this one tire mark and are you billing them for that? No, 35 minutes I would say, I, honestly, I, I would say on every case, every case that we work, that there are hours that we put into it that don't get billed. Yep, absolutely. So it's not about billing hours. It's about just slowing down and doing it right. Yeah. And so let me throw this out there and, and, and then we'll wrap it up. So just so you guys know, I will actually give you a free resource, okay, to help you slow down, develop. And, and Phil said this in his, right? Follow your process. Okay, so the first step is develop a process. What process do you go through? Honesty check there, experts, right now, okay? If I asked you, if I called you on the phone right this second and said, tell me your process from start to finish that you follow during a reconstruction, go. Could you tell me the process that you follow from start to finish every time? Okay, if you can't, there's a problem, okay? So develop a process. 
follow that process and know how long that process takes, right? You all should be able to do this because th- how, uh, how else then are you quoting clients? Like I have to imagine attorneys are calling you guys just like they call us and they go, how much is this going to cost me? Right. And I have to be able to come up with an estimate. And it's because I know how long our process takes. We've been doing this for, for over a decade now. I know how long the process takes from start to uh, roughly. Could I be off a few hours? Yeah, I could, but roughly. Okay. If you need a process, go to our website. All right. And steal ours. It's fine. I mean, there's no proprietary information there or anything like that. Okay. But our process is laid out with a timeline on our website. Right. Right. And that's, that's the just, and, and it's very, it's, it's, it's very, it, it is the process of a reconstruction. Okay. So if you need it, go get it. I give you permission. You can have it. Okay. And just follow the process. Just follow the process. Right. And, and that will keep you true to making sure you're not missing things. Right. Okay. So there you go. That's all I got. Phil, anything further uh, for the, for the good of the, uh, the, the good of the group. I think. Oh gosh. I, I was know. hoping I you were going to say no. Hey, you asked the question. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, I, I think, you know, attorneys and, and I'm not saying that, and I'm not trying to bash attorneys here, but you, you know, you guys know this, you owe it to your client to do the best you can for them. Otherwise you wouldn't be in the business you are in. Uh, and you wouldn't hold yourself to that standard that you hold yourself to extend that same courtesy to your expert. Even if you don't retain them, maybe give them a heads up, have that conversation, do something other than let time tick away and find yourself backed in a corner where the Oh shit factor kicks in and you're trying to figure out how you're going to get out of this. Yeah. Um, you know, you owe it to your, you owe it to your client, you owe it to yourself because if, if you wait, till the 11th hour to call, you just made your job harder too. So this has a trickle up and trickle down effect. Um, And and on the law enforcement side, take your time, just take your time and do it right. I know the calls are constantly coming into the office and you're constantly getting barked at to, to move to the next case. Take your time, do it right. Do not rush through something. Um, You know, what you do today has long impacting, uh, results downstream for years to come. So yep. just take your time. There's nothing. It's not worth it. It's not worth rushing just yep. to get it off your desk. At the end of the name, at the end of the day, it's your name at the bottom of the report, not the supervisor that's saying, Hey, I need that report tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the day, guys. As always, if you have a case that you want us to review for free or you just want to connect with us, jump on over to CrashTechReconstruction.com. Also, remember to follow us on Facebook at Crash Tech, the Expert Angle Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our show and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. And finally, remember to always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day, everything we do is for that.